Sit back. What NFC East quarterback? Relax. In the movie Ocean's Eleven. Put on your think cap. What prized possession did Danny Ocean get ready for the show? In chemistry, what is the name of the principal? And here's your host. During what year was the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Kevin. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Think Cap Trivia Podcast. My name is Kevin, and it's my pleasure to be your host. While I typically do these shows solo, for the last two weeks, we have been trying a new approach, which we call the Challenger Series, where two contestants duke it out head-to-head style. If you didn't get a chance to listen to either of those, you can check out ThinkCap on the free parking feed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. Let me run down the rules for how the Challenger series works. Like I said, this is a head-to-head style trivia game in which I will pose 10 different trivia questions with each participant having the opportunity to answer first five times. If they get the question correct, they will earn 10 points. If they get it wrong, their opponent will have an opportunity to steal the question and earn five points for themselves if they answer it correctly. Whoever is answering first will have about 30 seconds to respond, while the opposition will have about 15 seconds during their steal opportunity. To add a little twist to the game, in the case that a player would be mathematically eliminated from winning before they get to attempt all five of their questions, a seesaw question would be triggered. And what is a seesaw question? So just like a playground seesaw, where two participants go up and down by alternating, pushing back and forth off the ground, the seesaw question here, the contestants will go back and forth with their responses to a trivia question that has multiple answers. The participants will go back and forth naming answers, and whoever fails to produce a correct answer first will lose the round. If the player who was to be eliminated wins the seesaw, they will earn 10 points and the opportunity to answer the next question first. If they lose, the game will be over. In the event of a tie at the end of the game, the seesaw question will also act as a tiebreaker. If the seesaw question is activated mid-game and the score still somehow ends up tied, there will be one more question that will be closest without going over style, where the second challenger will have the first stab at it. Challengers every week will be composed of either fans who wish to be a part of the show or your favorite free parking personalities who want to test their wits. If you have any interest in being a part of the competition in the future, you can DM ThinkCap's Instagram at T-H-I-N-K-K-A-P and I will add you to the list of prospective trivia talents. Okay, so now that I've explained all the rules to you, let me introduce to you our challengers this week. First, we have Dan, who I have introduced as a coach at the University of Minnesota, but he is making his third straight Challenger Series appearance, so I'm assuming you're familiar with him. He's putting together a little bit of a Jeopardy James run of his own. What do you got to say, Dan? Hey, Kev. Thanks again for having me on. Um, I don't know if I quite live up to all that hype yet, but uh, I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good. So we'll see if I can continue to keep it running here. All right. And uh, our second challenger, we have Roder, who attended Bloomsburg University in Pennsylvania prior to his current occupation in sales of solar panels, solar energy, and other efficient lighting solutions. Do you want to say hi, Roder? Hey, Kevo. Thanks for having me. And Daniel, best of luck, bud. All right, gentlemen, are you ready to put on your think caps and get this thing rolling? 
And Cap stays on. Let's do it. It's Ken Jennings I'm up against here, but I'll do my best. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, uh, Dan, because you are the incumbent champion, uh, you're going to go first. Like I said, you'll have 30 questions, 30 seconds to respond to the question. If you get it wrong, Rotor will have 15 seconds in his rebuttal. So here we go. I'm going to read each question twice. And this is question number one. What river is dammed by the Hoover Dam? Once again, what river is dammed by the Hoover Dam? Mm. Okay. Well, Hoover Dam, I believe was, jeez, uh, I know the general area of it. I know it's in the Southwest. I There are two that are really bet um, between right now. Um, hmm. One of them is pretty big. I'm going to go with the Colorado River. Colorado River. Good guess. And that is correct. You did get it right. Question number one mm. goes to Dan. Woo! Earning 10 my second points. Was the, uh, my second guess was the Arizona River, which I think is a river. Um, Montana yeah. River? Uh, <laughs> New Mexico, Texas River? The Wyoming River? I don't, I don't know. What I was just going to throw out some random states down there. Thank God it was no. Colorado. man. I, I wasn't sure you were going to find it. You found it. Yeah, yeah. I got to start off strong. It's important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right. So question number two, this one is going to Rotor. Question number two, what is the world's oldest monotheistic religion? Once again, what is the world's oldest monotheistic religion? Ooh, few potential answers come to my mind here. Definitely don't want to spurt them out and give potential answers to competition where I get it wrong. Uh, like part of me thinks that there's some some amount of a trick in this that uh, that uh, and then another part also thinks I'm overthinking it. Ah, uh, it just can't be Christianity. There's just there's there's got to be some, there's there's that there's then there's that. All right, then yeah, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with um, the Hebrew religion of uh, the Jewish faith. Hebrew religion of the I could not find faith. the phraseology. <laughs> As in Judaism. Judaism, thank you. Is your correct answer. You got it. Judaism Woo! is correct. Thank God. I was going through my Old Testament and it finally paid off. Genesis, Exodus. That's it. Yep. I wrote her, I really thought that you were going to go with Christianity and leave out the origin of Christianity. Right. Man, honestly, like, again, <laughs> that whole talking today, you got to talk yourself through it sometimes. Just literally just thinking through the steps of, wait a second. I've gone to church enough to be like, wait. I remember Sister Catherine <laughs> saying what comes right before that. Yep. I also I also liked how you how you answered it right and then said thank God. So that was that was, that was on point. I'm sure that was on purpose. I was pretty so. confident when I found when I found it in my mind. I was feeling pretty confident. Thank All right. You. So let's move on to question number three. Question number three is to Dan. The score is 10-10 right now after the first two questions. What fictional school has a motto that translates from Latin to quote never tickle a sleeping dragon? Once again, what fictional school has a motto that translates from Latin to never tickle a sleeping dragon? Wow. Um, hmm. I don't even know where to go with this one. Um, hmm. um, dragons, dragons, dragons. I don't know. Just about 10 seconds. You know, the only thing I can think of that's even remotely in that would be Hogwarts, but I don't think that's right at all. So I'm going to go with Hogwarts, but man, ugh, for just lack of a better answer. 
And Hogwarts is the correct answer. You nailed yeah. it. I can't believe it. The amount of apprehension he had the entire time through finding that answer. I was like, all right, good. Just wait to say the word. Just wait to say that H word. And then he'll, you know, next. Wow. I believe you I, got it. Well, what threw me off was the Latin piece. I was like, would Hogwarts have a Latin motto? And I right. didn't know what it is in Latin. So. I had to think out Draco. Yeah, you know, I was, yeah, and I was just trying to think out the word in Latin. But then the second he said fiction, I was just. I, yeah, it's, it's Draco Dormiens. Nunquam Titillandis. And I'm sorry uh, if I mispronounced any of that. I am not one of the uh, who has taken Latin uh, Latin language in my lifetime. So My personal forte is ancient in, in, in ancient Greek, honestly. So I yeah. think we'll forgive you with the Latin mispronunciation. All right, thank you. I don't think anyone from Hogwarts is going to be too upset, Kevin. I don't think so. <laughs> Harry! You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> All right. So question number four now. This one is to Rotor. Question number four, what is the name of the large muscle that separates the chest from the abdomen and controls your breathing? Once again, what is the name of the large muscle that separates the chest from the abdomen and controls your breathing? Chest from the abdomen. I think my, that's too low for the, for the correct answer. I have a guess. I, I just don't think that it's high enough up on the body to be what connects the pectoral. Ugh, I feel like I'm forgetting a really obvious part of the body. You have just about 10 seconds. I gotta go with it then. The, the diaphragm. And the diaphragm is another good guess. So good, in fact, because it is right. Diaphragm. Yeah, you had me. Nice. It. Whenever, whenever Kevo says that is a good guess, it is always followed by, unfortunately, it's the wrong answer. Nice. That, that pause is is like the longest two seconds in the world <laughs> waiting for him to say if it's correct or not. He's at that bar trivia doing it. The entire building just like, yeah, uh, just gets uh, to Yeah, you can kind of feel everybody it's... leaning forward. Right. One time I stretched it out real good. And I remember someone from the back was just like, say it already. <laughs> just, honestly, yeah. I could picture people like spilling their, just like, oh, uh, and just like things falling off shelves and stuff. Just people. Yeah. It gets pretty serious. All right. So, um. The score is now 20 to 20. Every question has been correct so far. We are going into question number five, and this one goes back to Dan. Question number five right. is, what is the closest foreign capital to Washington, D.C.? Once again, what is the closest foreign capital to Washington, D.C.? Wow. Um, you know... Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I know the capital of Canada. If the if the capital is what I think it is in Canada, then I would say that it's the Canadian capital. But I think that Canadian capital might be somewhere else, which points me to a different country, a little bit south. Let's go. Ooh, I'm going to stick with Canada. I'm, I think it might be Toronto. Toronto is incorrect. Oh, At least it's not the capital. No. I didn't think, capital. man, it's, how do I not know the capital of Canada? I don't know. So let's go right into our 15 seconds to Rotor to try and steal. So is it Ottawa, the capital of Canada, or is it Barbados, Bermuda, or that little guy that's off the coast of like practically the Outer Banks? And I don't know the capital of that. So it's kind of points moot. I got to go with Canada. Ottawa. I don't think it's right though. Ottawa is correct. That is, oh, that no. is Canada's capital. So right next to Edmonton, right by Calgary. Everyone knows Ottawa. Nah, wow. I, think, I think like 13 people in Canada know about Ottawa. I think you're okay on that. 
Oh, man. All right, so Brian successfully got a steal there. Rotors got 25 points now to Dan's 20, and he will be going first. Question number six of this contest. When President Nixon said, quote, this has been the greatest week since creation, what event was he referring to? Once again, when President Nixon said, quote, this has been the greatest week since creation, what event was he referring to? This is to me. This is to Rotor. Gotcha. Um, okay, Nixon. All right. Uh, I believe Reagan era was Star Wars. I mean, all right. So Nixon is Vietnam. Um, era. Watergate. He's talking about the greatest thing since Jesus. Uh, all right. I'm gonna guess the 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 launching of the Apollo program by NASA. I know he didn't take him to the moon, but I, he may have been the one that started the program. That's my thinking. That is a great guess. And once again, it's so great because it's correct. The Apollo That's 11 mission was correct. That's Man. crazy. Because I knew Apollo 1 and through 9 were honestly like relatively considered failures in their time. And then it's made, wow. But I also knew Nixon wasn't JFK's biggest fan. I didn't know where to go with that one. That's great. Well done. That Thank you, sir. Kind of where I was going as well, but I'm a little mad that you're starting to take a little lead on me. This is That's right. uh, so, much uh, fun. After our sixth question, Jeopardy James Dan is up against the ropes. He is down 35 to 20, um, and he has a possible 30 points remaining. So he's still very well in this. Uh, question number seven is going to go back to Dan, and question number seven is as follows. Evidence provided by what animal was the first occasion of a U.S. court admitting evidence from an animal? Once again, evidence provided by what animal was the first occasion of a U.S. court ever admitting evidence from an animal? Oh, are you asking what the animal is? Yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That was the first time you read that, a little confusing. All right. Um... If it's a U.S. court accepting evidence from an animal, then I got to believe it's an animal that can speak, which leads me to believe that it would be a bird, uh, specifically a parrot. So I'm going to go, because I don't think any other animal can speak, so I'm going to go with a parrot. Parrot is a great guess, and I love where your head was at, but that is incorrect, unfortunately. Oh, no. It's not oh, a parrot. Oh, man, I'm in trouble. So, He's teasing you now. He's there we go. 15 me. seconds to rotor. You can attempt to steal. I'm going to make the only guess I got in my head, which is the like number one most assisting police officer's animal I can name, a German Shepherd. German Shepherd is also incorrect. Actually, the first animal to have evidence admitted in the courtroom. Rotor, you were close. It's a bloodhound. Oh, yeah, I, I was thinking right of a dog. I was picturing a dog led them to it, you know, using its nose. That was the evidence it gave. Something like that. Kev, do we have the story on that one? I don't have the story off the top of my head, to okay. be clear. You said it was honest. a bloodhound? It was a bloodhound, yes. Huh. You got to imagine it was something he did with his nose. He sniffed something out of corpse or some type mm -hmm. of evidence. Yep. Yeah. All right, so score is 35 to 20 still here going into question number eight. Brian will have the first shot at this one. I believe if he gets this one correct, it will trigger our seesaw question because Dan will be mathematically eliminated. So, uh, Rotor here, the pressure is on. Well, not really. I guess you're in the lead. So, 
Let's see what you got. Question number eight. Question number eight was or is what style of hat was first made in and named after a Moroccan city? Once again, what style of hat was first made in and named after a Moroccan city? So there's just flat out three cities maybe I can name in, you said Morocco, correct? Morocco. Correct? Um, all right, so yeah. I don't want to say them all out loud because I'm sure it must be one of the three. Um, uh, ba -ba -ba. Is it a robot? Robot, I believe it's pronounced. Robot, robot. 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 Is incorrect, unfortunately. Gotcha. That's a good guess though. I feel like I say that every time, but that was that was a good answer. So Dan, uh, you have about 15 seconds to steal if you would uh, please. All right, I'm gonna take on a different strategy. I'm not gonna go by Moroccan city. I'm gonna go by the hat style that might, that sounds like it might be from Morocco. Um, the only one that's really coming to mind that sounds like it might be from Morocco is the fedora. Fedora is incorrect as well. Oh, so. I would have been blown away if he pulled that one out. The only other city I can name is Tangiers, and I couldn't think of Casablanca. I just, I dare highly doubt that there's a turban that's wrapped in a fashion that it's called the Casablanca, so I went with, I went with a robot. So your correct, correct answer is actually Fez. Yep. Fez ah, is the yes, right yes, answer. Yes, yes, it's a North yes. African tradition, yep. Yep, yep. yep. That makes a lot more sense than the fedora. <laughs> <laughs> Elementary. All right, so the score remains 35-20. So, Dan, you actually have only one chance to stay in this, and that's by nailing this question. You need all 15 points remaining to tie it up and get this thing to the uh, final bonus bonus question, which we haven't gotten to yet. So uh, the pressure is actually on this time. It's question number nine. Yeah. That's a lot, bud. Question I want to get good. I want to keep the game going. No That's pressure right. here. If anything, it's encouragement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. So the question is as follows. What Democratic president enacted a law requiring cigarette manufacturers to put health warnings on their packages in the mid-1900s? Once again, what Democratic president enacted a law requiring cigarette manufacturers to put health warnings on their packages in the mid-1900s? Hmm. Okay. Um... Let's see. Cigarettes were pretty widely advertised through the early 1900s. Marlboro Man was a big thing. Um, I'm not sure when we would have been more health conscious about this. Part of me starts to think that it's gonna be a little bit later than I wanna say. My gut says one thing, but my, um, then I'm, the more I think about it, it starts to go about 20 years later. Just under 10 seconds. I'm gonna go with, hmm. I'm going to go with my original thought and let's go with JFK because he seems like he's liberal enough that he would do it. JFK is a valiant response. However, that is incorrect, oh. unfortunately. So no. voter, <laughs> you have about 15 seconds right. to steal. Again, there's no pressure here. Um, if you if get this wrong, we will go to the seesaw question. Gotcha. All right. Let's see if I can figure that out. Um, I think it was the 50s that it happened, and I'm just trying to remember who came before JFK. There was. I don't think it was Reagan. Um, uh, honestly, I think it might be even closer to the. All right, I'm gonna go with Hoover. Hoover. Not, probably not right. Is your guess, and that is incorrect as well. 
Incorrect. So your correct answer is actually Lyndon B. Johnson was the one. Oh, dude, when you said JFK and he said no, I dismissed that it could be LBJ entirely. I was just like, all right, yeah, that's out. You know what's crazy is LBJ was my original thought, and then I was like, oh, that seems like it would be JFK. But he was so focused on everything else. I know, and then I jumped to like, like, I feel like it would be like the 80s, and then, oh, man. Right, Surgeon General's warning, 60s, LBJ. Wow. All right. So Good question. Dan is now, that was question number nine. So you are technically mathematically eliminated. However, if we have a seesaw question here, and this is a unique situation. So if you win the seesaw question, you will earn 10 points. So the score will then be 30 to 35. And by rule, you will actually have the opportunity to answer the next question first. So you could theoretically win the seesaw question and get the... 10th question correct and actually still come away 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 excuse me with a win here so uh pressure's on you ready for those rules yeah i'm ready let's do it all right so the seesaw question um as you guys know i'll explain it once again you i will ask a question you guys will go back and forth naming answers until someone fails to get a question correct um i want to implement an approximate 15 second rule here so you can't just drone on and drone on there's got to be some sort of limit there so your seesaw question this evening and dan you will go first since you are on the brink of elimination here name as many metallic elements as you can from the periodic table once again name as many metallic elements from the periodic table as you can oh geez kev you're killing me with this one all right uh let's start off with one that i think might be a metallic aluminum Aluminum is correct. Iron. Iron is correct. Ooh, Jesus, you had me there. Good Lord. Let's go with tin. Tin is correct. The question is metallic substances. Elements. Periodic table elements. Mercury. Mercury is correct. really digging now uh let's go with tungsten dang he had it that was my ace in the hole you are reaching tungsten is correct um nickel nickel is correct let's go with cobalt nice cobalt is correct i got two more platinum platinum is correct Let's go with, uh, let's try copper. Copper is correct. Well, there's only one left. I mean, has, has, has silver been said yet? Silver has not been said yet. Silver is correct. I will say it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm running low. Hmm. I am going to... I'm going to try gold. Gold is correct. That's a good answer to follow up silver. Rotor. All right. This might be my last actual one I have in my pocket here. Um, I think it's iridium. Iridium is correct. Oh, 
Killing me, Rotor! Come on! I'm out, though. If you get one, you got oh. it, man. Let's go with magnesium. Magnesium is correct. Yeah. Good lord. Um. As we're getting close to the end here, I'm gonna start implementing the 15 second spit something out at me rule. Mm, mm, mm. My clock's ticking. Yeah, uh, is, is feldspar? Even an element? I don't even know. Feldspar. Feldspar is incorrect. Incorrect. Woo! So, yeah. <laughs> on the brink of elimination, yeah. that was a good one from you guys. That was a really good seesaw. I'm not going to lie. There were two or three where I thought I had enough to get it. Good job, man. I had to really pull. Wow. I have yeah, not. How many more were left? There are a lot. I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll be Over honest. Over like a dozen I mean, more? Uh, maybe three Is dozen more. Can wow. you just give, give me, can you name a, like any that you're like on the top of that list that we missed? That might be obvious. I, I, I have them in alphabetical order here. So there's actinium, americium. How do you, I don't know. I feel like they changed the name of that one. Barium. Uh, Barium. Yep. Calcium, californium. Calcium was one. That's all I need to know. Honestly, calcium was the one. I didn't think calcium was one. Cesium, Einsteinium. Einsteinium, wow. There's, there's, Mosco there's Moscovium too. I didn't think that was a metal that I should have freaking honestly I should have reached more I was just thinking plutonium off the table elements plutonium radium uranium, uranium yep sodium yeah there's there's a sodium. ton there's a ton it's just that's a tough one because it's like trying to keep track of what has been said already and I wanted to say tin several times at the same time yeah so all right so with that the score here. is now 35 to 30 Dan by rule will have an an attempt to Steal, not steal, but go first for the final question. If he gets it correct, he will win. If he does not get it correct, Rotor, you're gonna have a chance to steal, but you will uh, bring this one home. So, Dan, are you ready for question number ten? This is get for all the marbles. If you get it right, you win and get to see another week. Let's see if I can make some magic happen here. All right. So, question number ten this week, according to the Census Bureau. What is the leading national ancestry of Americans? Once again, according to the Census Bureau, what is the leading national ancestry of Americans? Hmm. Well, there's a few different countries that come to mind here. Um, I know we were heavily immigrated by the Irish um, in the uh, 1800s with their potato famine going on. I know there's obviously a lot of English, um, a lot of Italian. Um, those are going to be my three biggest ones. I don't think it would be the, the Germans. I don't think it would be um, ooh, any Hispanic or any Asian countries. Let's go with, um, let's, you know what? Let's go with the Irish. The Irish are actually the second no! leading ancestry group. Rotor, you have a chance to steal here and put the icing on the cake. This is difficult because that would have been my guess. I thought it was pretty clear they were in the front. Ah, uh, I mean, the Irish, the Germans, the Italians, those are the three biggest waves. I don't think it's Hispanics, I don't think it's Asians. Uh, I might be English. Uh, 
I got it. I, 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 mm. Italians. Italians is also incorrect. Now, you said an answer for the three big ones that Dan did not, and I think that's where he failed to overlook. The highest uh, ancestry group in the United States is the Germans. Really? German I mean, ancestry is number one, followed by the Irish and the English. Technically, I mean, English yeah. shares as much of a root with uh, German as Italian. I should have gone with it. I mean, it was a yeah. tough call. The Germans came to mind, and I just missed it. I was like, no, I don't think there's enough. But, I mean... Not directly enough, you know, like, right, like, never mind the German invasions of the Anglo-Norman England in over the years. Like, literally, there's just so much intertwined history with Western Europe in general. It was tough. And here I, I am. safe in the aisles. Here I am in the Midwest, where the German population is pretty high and couldn't pull it off. So. That's right. So, Rotor yeah. is uber German. <laughs> the uber German. And you, you didn't yeah. you didn't even go for your own people there. So, um right. So, all right, guys. So, I mean, if, you Rotor. Know about, if you know anything about the German people, ever since around the 1940s, some stuff happened that we're not too proud of. So, self-loathing Germans is not anything new. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. So, Rotor, you successfully uh, dethroned the mm. champion Dan. Uh, do you want to say a couple words here? Ow. Yeah, I guess it would essentially be. I'm sorry um, that it couldn't be. Couldn't have been more. You know of a show it was kind of more of a fizzle out after me and him kind of started really 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 uh, hot to trot but i guess i just say i'm proud to be here in this moment i thank my competition dan you you wish you were i really was running dry on those elements and you proved me uh proved that you were better than me on that one for sure it was a tight game great match dan uh rotor man i am bummed i am super impressed uh you definitely know your stuff you were kind of intimidating right out of the gate with some of those answers so thank you i'm happy to tip my cap to you um kev this has been a lot of fun to be on i hope that i can make it back one day um and prove myself worthy as do i yes absolutely we would love to have you back um we will definitely be adding you to the list of uh people who would like to rejoin the uh the show i know clayton from episode one uh, has vocalized that he would like to come back. So you're more than welcome anytime. And I guess right now I would invite, uh, extend my invite to Rotor. Would you like to defend your title and be on the next episode? I mean, you got it, Chibata. I mean, if you got a title, you got to defend it. That, that Them's be the rules. Absolutely. Please and thank you. Great. All right. So I want to thank both of you for coming on and joining me uh, this evening as we recorded here. Uh, I want to thank, you both did a really good job. I kept saying that's a really good guess because honestly, you guys both, uh, had very good intellectual answers and you were really close even on the ones that you didn't get so um, I want to thank you guys um, I want to thank everybody who's listening to this um, once again if you would like to be a part of the competition you can DM thinkcap at T-H-I-N-K-K-A-P on Instagram or reach out on Facebook and I will add you to the list of um, prospective challengers and with that said this is the end of our episode so if you guys have any more parting words otherwise I will say goodbye to everybody um, my last little bit would just be I look forward to whatever challenger comes next and I look forward to being back on the show and thank you for having me absolutely thank you so much uh, thank you guys for listening and I will catch you next time take care you're a wizard Harry <laughs>